Oh, yeah. Uh, PC principal there. What the hell is his name again? I forget his name. That big stocky boy. Ah, uh, Dan. Ah, uh, the musclehead ginger. Dan Ginger Beefcake Campbell. Bradford plays two games. He hurts in the third. Bradford might play five minutes in game one of the preseason. <laughs> And then he's gone for the year. I think Rosen starts right off rip. Or, Why is he so brittle? He's a eunuch. He doesn't have that testosterone strength. He looks like a little boy. A little bit. Like BJ Armstrong for the Bulls back in the day. That dude looked like he was about seven yeah. playing in the NBA. If the Walking Dead were more realistic. Crazy psychopaths that would like catch a zombie and bang it because there's like nothing else. Like that dude Morgan who's just like wandering around places. Yeah. He's the kind of dude who's kind of crazy enough to probably like bang out a zombie. I can see him like a little spray bottle of water just like psh, 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 spritzing it, man. Keeping it fresh, keeping it moist. Not letting that shit dry God. out decay. <laughs> you know, busting out some lotion, just <laughs> lotioning the mother effer up. Yeah, I can see Morgan doing that. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Marcus Smart, well beyond the arc. Let it rain! Inside. Let it rain! Marcus Smart goes at George Hill. Rain dance! Jay! Jay! Marcus Smart mic'd up for game four in Cleveland against the Cavaliers. And man, I was giving this dude a lot of praise last time out on the show. But man, this dude's shooting is just horrendous. Oh my goodness. His shooting, his shot is so bad. It makes Harry Dunn, a.k.a. Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber, look like a marksman in that hotel room. Makes Shaq look like Reggie Miller. Shooter, shoot. Yeah, and he's definitely not one. I love Marcus Smart. I love him. But that dude makes me nervous when he's got the ball in his hands because you know he just wants to shoot that damn thing. Oh, making it rain bricks. Big worm. Who's the one guy in the NBA that you do not want shooting for your team? When dude's got the ball, you're just holding your breath and just praying to God that he just passes that damn thing. So let me ask you this way. Who's the most frustrating shot maker, shot taker in the NBA today? Where's our Rondo? I think Marcus Smart is worse than Rondo, even. He makes Lonzo Ball look like Steph Curry. You're crazy. Smart can't shoot. Dude misses layups. Did you see how many dunks were missing that game the other day? Oh, A lot. Man. With that said, welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes, still no Jeff Kelly, joined by Big Worm. Worm, how you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Good. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Take a screenshot when you leave a review and email it to theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com. When you leave a review, take a screenshot and email it to theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com to be entered in this quarter's The Flex Fantasy Football prize pack. And this prize pack includes the Flex Fantasy Football fan kit along with a 2018 Dallas Cowboys Ezekiel Elliott home jersey. The screenshot of reviews ends June 6th. Use that same email address, theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com, to send us your mailbag questions as well. We're going to be hitting on running backs, receivers, tight ends. All week long, we're doing rankings. 
into next week, leading ultimately to the top 200 fantasy football rankings for 2018. Now, my rankings, they're changing almost daily. How about you? Almost hourly, man. Same here. Yeah, I mean, there's a few changes right now that I want to tweak, but I won't for the, for the sake of the time we have on today's show. <laughs> We're doing quarterbacks today. You ready for this? Ready as can be. All right, man. Before we get into it, NFL news. NFL news. Hunter Henry, torn ACL and OTAs, out for the season. Do you think the Chargers are going to try to bring back Antonio Gates? I don't think so. My boy's old. Your boy's old, but he's got a long time chemistry with Phillip Rivers. I don't know about Virgil Green stepping in. I don't know, but it's not it's not ideal. Definitely not, man. Virgil Green had so much hype in Denver for all those years. Yeah, he did. Never came to fruition, man. He never panned not out over there. Close. Yeah, and, I, and with all those mouths of feet in, in Los Angeles for the Chargers, I don't think he's going to see much action at all, man. I think he's going to get – I don't know how the hell they're going to use him. I don't see how he has any kind of fantasy relevance in that Chargers offense. Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen. got Mike Williams finally going to be ready for this year, it looks like. Tyrell Williams. Got some guys over there. Virgil Green, going to pass on that dude. So many better options. Other NFL news, David Johnson says he's stronger than ever and that he's aiming to join the 1,000-1,000 club, man. 1,000 rush and 1,000 receiving. You think he does it this year? No. They don't have many receivers. Well, they got. They don't have many established be, ones. How about that? That'd be nice if he did. It'd be real nice for me. Can you imagine that? Dynasty. Damn. That's, is this is why I got him number one overall. Marshall Falk, the last guy to do it, went over 1,000 yards receiving and rushing back in 1999. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski both not reporting to the early OTAs. Speaking of missed dunks, look at this. They're showing it right now on TV. (laughs) Uh, So Brady and Gronk, both MIA for the Patriots' early OTAs. Brady, this is the first time in his career that he's missed attending these OTAs. Are you worried about Tom Brady? For 2018, he's going to be 41 soon. Nope. Not worried at all. Mm-mm. Even though he's been quoted in the past saying that this is where you establish a foundation with the teammates. This is what builds and leads up to having a good season. You're still okay with it. You don't think he's going to slip has, has, up. Has he done it in the past? This is what he's doing now? This is the first time he's ever missed May OTAs. I'm still not worried about anything. All right. Are you? Uh, I'm a little concerned. Oh, but, my God. Uh, we'll see. Dolphins quarterback Ryan Tannehill is practicing in OTAs. He's been cleared to resume football activities with the Miami Dolphins. What's your outlook on Ryan Tannehill this year? Is he still your boy? Still my boy, man. Two years ago, he he had he was pretty decent. In 2014, I think it was, when he beat the Broncos like he did. Oh, that was nasty. No, yeah. no, the Houston, when that Broncos no, no, defense that, that was Houston strong. Game. Remember that Houston game where he went what, like 17 for 17, 2020? Yeah, Tannehill's had some moments where he looked like, okay, this is it. This is his coming out game. He's on the rise. This guy's here to stay. He's going to be legit for a while. But then he goes and plays like the Browns or the Jets and just falls apart. Can't trust him. Yeah, but then I feel like he's had the same stuff around him for the past three years. You know, he didn't play last year. Just being in the system, I think this year it has to be the year. If they had Jarvis Landry, I'd feel a little bit better. Yeah, because that, that was his go-to. Yeah. You know, I, I like Tannehill. I think this is it for him. I think it's, this is it for him. He's got to have a successful season yeah, to keep that This has job. to be the year. Yep. I, I think it is. This is his third coach. Third, right? 
The phrase sports uh, if you count the interim coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, PC principal there. What the hell was his name again? I forget his name. That big stocky boy. Ah, uh, Dan. Dan. Oh, the musclehead ginger. What the F? Miami fans want him to be the head coach. Dan Ginger Beefcake Campbell. Yes. Dan Campbell, that's right. They did. Miami Dolphins fans were calling for him to be the head coach. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Where the hell is Dan Campbell these days? Somewhere. I think he's like a tight end coach somewhere. I think in um New Orleans. Um, Yeah, you're right, man. He is. He's currently the assistant head coach and tight ends coach of the New Orleans Saints. I'd like to see Dan Campbell get in the fight. Hmm. I would say Ed Hockley, but Hockley's old as shit now. He's still ripped, though, for an old guy. For any guy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> true or false? All right, man, we got some true or false. Ready. Dak Prescott will throw for 25 or more touchdowns. Ooh, that's tough. My heart's telling me yes, but my mind's telling me no. My mind's telling me no. Close optional. 22 touchdowns last year, 23 touchdowns his rookie year. Let me get a true off of that. I get true. I'm going false. Who the hell is he going to throw them to? My boy Gallup. My boy Zeke, maybe. I think so. Rod Smith, I think Rod Smith is a real sleeper, too, in that Cowboys offense this year. Could be. Yeah. All right, next one. Drew Brees will throw for more than 5,000 yards in 2018. False. Agreed. Josh Rosen will start more than 11 games for the Arizona Cardinals. True. I'm going true, too. I don't think Sam Bradford sees the field. I think Rosen beats his ass out. I think I Rosen think starts maybe, in week one. I think maybe Bradford plays two games, get hurts in the third. Bradford might play five minutes in game one of the preseason, <laughs> and then he's gone for the year. I think Rosen starts right off rip week one. He's your week one starter for Arizona. Why is he so brittle? Uh... Probably lacking testosterone. I don't think he's got any balls on him. I just, he should have college hurt his shoulder. He's a eunuch. He's a eunuch. He doesn't have that testosterone strength. He looks a little feminine, doesn't he? Feminine features. He looks like a little boy. A little bit. Like BJ Armstrong for the Bulls back in the day. That dude looked like he was about seven yeah. playing in the NBA. <laughs> he's scrawny. So is Rosen, actually. All right, next one. Mitch Trubisky will make a Wentz-like jump in year two and finish inside the top 15 among fantasy quarterbacks. Oh, that's it. Yeah, true top 15. I can see that happening. I wouldn't say like Wentz-like jump. Yeah, Wentz took a huge jump. A huge jump. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go false. I don't think it takes a jump quite like that. I not like, not like Wentz. Quarterbacks. No, not like Wentz, but I can see top 15 possibly top 15? happen. I think he's going to be close to 15. I think he's going to finish right outside the top 15. There's, I think quarterback is pretty damn deep this year. Yeah, I like the quarterbacks this year. Yeah. After coming off of down year last year, Mariota disappointing. Jameis Winston got hurt. Joe Flacco just, well, nobody likes Joe Flacco in fantasy, but, man, he was just horrendous. Winston Even got, Baltimore Ravens won him out. Winston got me last year. Yeah, he did. I was thinking I'd get a Mike Evans-Winston duo. and Yeah, that combo did not go well. Neither one of them. No. Oranges grow in the wild. What now? I know, it's kind of random, right? This yeah, is a I guess. question. Yeah, Oranges guess it, grow in the wild. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Because they don't, actually. That's false. So you're telling me an orange tree can't just grow? That's right. Do you know only three citrus fruits are actually grown in the wild, and the orange is actually a pomelo crossbreeded with a mandarin? 
whatever the F a palmello is. I don't even know. So, so oranges I, are actually man-made. They're not actually grown in... I mean, yes, you can crossbreed those two, the palmello and the mandarin, and make an orange tree, but they don't just grow naturally in the wild. So that's why I get an orange seed. Orange seeds are my orange and throw them down. They won't grow an orange tree? That's a good question, but this, based on this thing here, man, it says it's false, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. We should do that. We should go plant some orange trees. Sure. Yeah. I'm tempted to buy some oranges. Yeah, I'm a, I know, because I, <laughs> when I read this, too, I was like, this is kind of kind of BS right here, isn't it? Well, now that I'm actually thinking about this damn thing, this statement on the site should have specified that oranges aren't grown in nature or that oranges are not native fruits in this world. Why the hell would they choose the word wild? That throws everybody off, man. The word wild just throws you off. I could nut. I could sling my seed on a fir. Not animal hair. Talk about the trees. Fir trees. <laughs> or spruce tree, if you will. How about pine trees? Pine trees. And technically, that new creation would grow in the wild. I'm not sure how that fruit would taste if it were to all of a sudden bear fruit. I'd have to ask... Rosie O'Donnell. ...to give us that answer. <laughs> anyway... My new creation, I'm going to call it Santa's Sack, all right, just for the pine tree. I'm going to take this to Christmas time here, okay? So when Christmas comes around, that new variation of a pine tree that's got my seed and some pine combs or whatever the hell pine trees use to plant, I don't know, pine combs, I think. Yeah. You already have on that grown pine tree, you already have those fresh snow-like frosted pine needles that some people like on their holiday tree. No need to spray them shits white because they grew in that way. In the effing wild. Regardless, I ain't know that shit about oranges. Whether it's stated in the wild, in nature, or whatever the fuck. You hear all the time that oranges are native to Florida and Southern California. Never do you hear oranges crossbred. No. Cross-pollinated. Wait, that's flowers and shit. No. I don't know, but this is it's not a... Cross-fruited. Let's go with that cross-fruited never once do you hear oranges are cross-fruited between a mandarin and carmelo anthony's cousin palmelo <laughs> holy shit moving on before this show it turns into a feature on nat geo all right next one the first text message ever sent read merry christmas on december 3rd 1992 false no that's true actually is it Yes. 1992, though. Hmm. I figure. The first dick transplant occurred when a man's Hogan fell off due to cancer. True or false? False. That's true. <laughs> On December 11th, 2014, Thomas Manning underwent the operation and, believe it or not, actually went on to father children post-dick switch. I wonder if he coined the phrase, I wouldn't fuck you with his dick. I wonder if he's the one that started that. <laughs> I'm pretty be sure I heard that before him. <laughs> Other than the Houston Texans, in the last 30 years, so 1988, since 1988, every NFL team has played in a conference championship. True or false? Since 1988? Yep. Every team except for Houston? Yep. I'll go false. That's true, believe it or not. That's a pretty damn good parody, I think. Yeah. Every team has made it to the Final Four at some point in the last 30 years. That's, that's impressive. All right, how about some over-under? Over-under. Over-under. 24 and a half touchdown passes for Derek Carr. Over-under 24? Yep. Let me get over. 
I agree with you. I'm going over. I think he bounces back. Well, he has to bounce back. If he don't bounce back from that, then I don't know what's going on with you. Yeah. I think he's got to also. Christian Hackenberg time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. Over under, one of the rookie quarterbacks will throw for more than 26.5 touchdown passes. You say more than one? At least one rookie quarterback will throw for more than 26 and a half touchdown passes. Under. Under? Yeah. I agree. I'm going under two. Who do you think that. leads the rookie pack in touchdown passes this year? Well, I guess I had them. I guess it had to be Rosen. I think it's going to be Sam Darnold. I think he has the most weapons to work with of all the rookie quarterbacks. And I think Darnold has a very good chance to start for the Jets week one. Rosen too, you say? Oh, yeah. I think Rosen too. I just think Darnold has more weapons around him. Robbie Anderson, Quincy Newell coming back. Still got Jermaine Curse. Lost Austin Safarian Jenkins. But I think they're going to be okay. You got guys can catch out of the backfield. Blaw Powell. Don't like Blaw Powell, but do can catch out of the backfield. Next one here. Six and a half games started for Baker Mayfield. Damn. Let me go under that. I'm going to go over. I think he's going to start eight games. I think Tyrod plays decent and they, they win. I think Tyrod does too, but I think Cleveland's going to feel the heat, much like Denver did with, with Tim Tebow. Fans are calling for Tebow in there, even though they had Kyle Orton. Yeah. I think the same thing's going to happen in Cleveland with Tyrod and Baker. I'm going to say eight games. Next one. 28 total touchdowns for Cam Newton. He had 28 total over. last year. He had 28 total last year. 22 over. six. Over. You're going over? Yeah. Even the, I don't think Cam had that good, of a, that good of a year last year. He was up and down. Up and down. I think this year, being fully healthy with the shoulder. I'm going to say... Hmm, I almost want to push right there. I'm going to say one over. I'm going to say 29 total. I got a feeling that he might have like maybe 34 total. 34? Yeah. That's almost like his MVP year. I think he's going to have a good year this year. If he has more weapons, we'll see how DJ Moore pans out. I would say DJ Moore pans out. I think, remember last year, Greg Olsen got hurt. They traded Calvin Benjamin. Now he's going to have Funchers, Moore, Olsen. Curtis Samuel. I want to see how he comes back. I don't see nothing about none of him. I don't know about none of that. <laughs> but um, Christian McCaffrey. Then you got um your boy. C.J. Anderson. Greg Olson's long in the tooth, though, man. He's been around for a while. He has been. I think he comes back okay. I think for PPR, he's still a good tight end to own. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Drew Brees, over under 25 and a half passing touchdowns. Let me go over. I'm going to go over, too. I like Cam Meredith over there a lot. I think Meredith is going to have a pretty big year. I think he's going to be a great value as a wide receiver, too, in that offense. For better or worse? For better or worse. Of all these names that I'm going to go through, you tell me they're going to do better or worse. Here we go. Matt Stafford is QB9 for 2018. Worse. I agree. I'm going worse. Andrew Luck finishing as QB8. Worse. I'm going to go better. I think he's going to be top five. Jimmy Garoppolo finishing as QB7. Worse. Jimmy G, QB7. I'm going to go worse as well. Drew Brees finishing as QB6. Brees QB6? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go better. Yeah? Yeah, I got him at four right now. All right. I'm going to go worse uh, as of now. All right, next one. Deshaun Watson finishes as QB5. I'm going to go worse. 
I'm going to go better. It's not so bad saying worse. It's like I'm in the top 10, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. I have Mr. QB number four right now. Dude looks good. Oh, he looks great. Yep. Had suffered the ACL injury in November, but he's already out there running around looking great, like you said, man. So, Deshaun Watson, back on that train. How about a little buy, sell, hold? The fantasy stock market. Buy, sell, hold. You buying this, you selling, or are you holding here? Jimmy Garoppolo will eclipse 4,000 passing yards and 29 touchdowns in 2018. I like that. Mm, just about right. Are right, you holding on that one? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it, man. I think he's going to eclipse it, at least the passing yardage. The touchdowns, I'm going to hold on that. I think it's going to go for about 4,400 yards. Oh, no, offense. yeah, I guess I'll buy it. Then I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, yeah, my bad. I'm dumb. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, I think it's going to go over 4,000 yards passing easy. Now they got Jerk McKinnon in the backfield. Duke can catch the ball. Mm-hmm. got a lot of running backs there who can catch the ball in the backfield. So I think well, we, all, we all know Kyle Shanahan's offense is past heavy as it is. I think Garoppolo is going to get huge chunks of yardage in that offense. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. All right, next one. Mitch Trubisky will eclipse 27 and a half touchdowns in 2018. Total? Total. I'll buy that. I'm selling that, man. I don't think he's going to have that many. I think he's going to get a few rushing touchdowns. I can see him going for about 26 total, 24 passing, two rushing. Although he's in that offense with Matt Nagy, and uh, that dude did a hell of a job with Alex Smith last year. Yeah. I mean, Trubisky's definitely a guy on the rise. I'm just not ready to say he's going to surpass that yet. All right, next one. Carson Wentz will play in all 16 games this season. Sell it. I'm buying it. This dude's competitive. This dude came back onto the field after suffering the ACL injury to finish off that drive and score a touchdown. This dude wants to be on the field. He's going to play. I think he does. All yeah, I'm glad times. he did that because they gave me a touchdown with my boy Alshon. Yeah. I need that. I like Jeffrey a lot this year too, man. I'm going to get to him when we get to the wide receivers. Me too. Marcus Mariota will become more of a pocket passer in 2018. Mm, I'm going to hold it. I think um, he has to. Can't keep running around keep getting hurt. I agree. I'm, I'm going to actually buy this. I think he's definitely going to become more of a pocket passer. I think he's still going to run. Yeah, yeah, he's got to. He's, you know, it's in his, his I think he'll finish about 400 rush yards. But uh, I think he's definitely going to try to push the ball down field more. Now they have Deion Lewis, one of the premier running backs, catching out of the backfield. Yeah, I like Deion Lewis. I just hate that he went there. Having Deion Lewis there, it kind of prevents Marcus Mariota from having, having to run the ball himself. We can just dump it off to Deion Lewis, let Deion Lewis go ahead and do all that dirty work. Yeah. All right, next one. This is the year Jameis Winston takes a big step forward and cracks the top 10 of fantasy quarterbacks while eating W's, presumably. <laughs> Eat that W. <laughs> Although in that division, he's probably going to be eating a lot of L's. We're taking that yeah, beat. division stuff. Yes, it is. So what is it now? He takes the top 10? I think he's going to crack the top 10. I'm going to sell that. I think, he, I think it could happen because he has the weapons, but I don't see it. I wouldn't bet on it. I'm selling that, too. I think they're not going to let him loose as much, rein him in a little bit. I think they're going to use that ground game with Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones. Yeah. I think his NFL statistics, his numbers will be better. I think his touchdown-to-interception ratio will probably be the best of his career this year. But I'm not ready to say he's going to crack the top 10. I think he's far from it. Yeah. All right, next one. In 10 to 12-team leagues redraft, Phillip Rivers and Big Ben will be undervalued come draft day, and their ADP will be around 13 or later. 
Yeah, that's true. So, buy, yeah, that's, that's. I'm buying that too. That's what happens. I'm buying that. Who do you think has a better year this year, Philip Rivers or Ben Roethlisberger? Big Ben. I think Rivers does. No, I think Rivers no, has no, a better I year. I don't think with, now with Henry getting hurt, that's one less target. Yeah, it is. But you're also getting Mike Williams back, who he's got potential. He does. He's got potential. I drafted him um, in the late run last year. Didn't you draft him in Dynasty? Uh, no, no. He was picked one spot ahead of me. So you got Davis. I got Corey Davis. Yeah. Round one, pick nine last year in Dynasty draft. All right, Eli Manning will have his best fantasy season ever in 2018. Ever? Ever. This year, he has all the weapons for sure. Eli Manning's best year in fantasy was in 2015, where he threw for 4,432 yards and 35 touchdowns. I buy it. You think he's going to pass that? Got to. Got better running back. Odell Beckham's better. He has a better number two receiver with Shepard. So maybe you're coming around with me a little bit here. No, I've been. I told you. I, I already told you I liked him. Yeah. Where do you have him ranked? 14 right now. 14? Yeah. Okay. I got him ranked at 11. 11. But his arrow's moving up. Yep, yep. I'm going to sell, though. I don't think he's going to have that many touchdowns. The yardage, I'll buy that. I think he's going to eclipse that one. I think he's going to throw about 32 touchdowns this year. Still pretty good. Oh, damn solid, yeah. All right, next one. Tom Brady will finish outside the top five among quarterbacks in fantasy. Fantasy points. I'm selling. I think he is in the top five. Yeah, I'm going to sell that too. I think he's going to finish right around three to five, I think. Still want to see how that plays out. It does worry me he's going to be 41 years old. It does. And that he's got... (laughs) But he he hasn't shown any signs of being 41. Uh, Well, he did... Not not in the playoffs. They look in the Super Bowl. What did he do in the Super Bowl? That's oh, I know. His he last game he played. Tore it up. Most yards ever in the Super Bowl. But there was a long stretch heading into the fantasy playoffs where he was dog shit. Smells like ass. Who the hell crapped their pants? My money's on Jeff. The longevity of the I, season? I, see that. I don't know. But then you, Chris Hogan got hurt. So that's, that's a good point. That's one of his players. That's Stuff happens around that causes that. It does. There's just so much brewing out there in New England. You got the whole him at odds with Bill Belichick and the organization playing the fifth, not feeling respected, not showing up to OTAs. I plead the fifth. <laughs> and turning 41 years old on top of that. Man, I don't know whose pussy's bigger right now, his or Giselle's, because he's really kind of kind of tarnishing his old image as far as I'm concerned, because now I think he's just a giant pussy right now. He's just whining like a little bitch. Pussy. Bitch. My life story. Oh, so you finally see what those Dolphins fans see. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. He worries me. I think he's still going to be good. He just worries me. I just wonder how many... I wonder what percentage of 2017 fantasy teams got screwed over in the playoffs because of Tom Brady putting up like 14 points a game. Yeah, a decent amount. More fucked than Tara Reed's titties. Tom Brady used to bang the shit out of her. All right, next one. Aaron Rodgers will throw more than 34 touchdown passes this year. He was on pace for 34 last year before the injury. I'm going to buy it. You think he's going over that? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to say, I'm going to sell it. Oh, wait, hold up. Hold up. This, yeah, no, I'm selling. I'm not crazy about his weapons, you know? At least not right now. Subject to change as we move along and see what happens with, with the whole Green Bay offense and what they do with Ty Montgomery. 
But man, I think Tommy Gurney has to play the slot. I think he's going to have to too. He's probably going to go back to wide receiver again. Yeah, I think he has to. I mean, yeah. And people are high on Randall Cobb. I got to tell you, I don't. Man. I am not high on Randall Cobb. He looked good the first few years in the league. Twenty fourteen was his last good season. That was <laughs> that, it. That's the only year I actually drafted him. That was the only year worth drafting him. Yeah, so good on you on that one. You know, I want to revisit this later. Right now, I'm going to say he goes under maybe 32, 33 touchdown passes. I mean, who's going to catch them all? Devonta Adams? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Man, that's tough. Right now, I'm selling. All right, how about this one? Lamar Jackson will be the winning fantasy lottery ticket in redraft leagues come the fantasy playoffs. You know, every year, there's a guy that you add up, pick up off the waiver wire, that just goes batshit crazy. More crazy than Miley Cyrus on meth. Just destroys fantasy teams in playoffs. Destroys opposing fantasy teams in playoffs, I should say. I'm going to sell that. I don't buy that. Do you think Flacco is going to start all 16 games next year? I think they respect him, so they he probably if he doesn't get hurt, yeah. I don't know how much they respect him. They did kind of... Almost kick his ass to the curb, pretty much, or pretty much telling him to go f himself when they drafted Lamar Jackson well, in the first round. Trade it back to... in to get him. Yeah, it's time to get his shit together. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's not gonna be. I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna say he's not gonna be the winning lottery ticket, but I think he's definitely a lottery ticket to the, consider. It's gonna be like both Harbaugh brothers do the same thing. The younger guy. Yeah. Are you ready to get to the 2018 fantasy rankings? Let's get it. The Flex Fantasy Football Podcast 2018 Preseason Rankings Quarterbacks. Let's just do the top 15 fantasy football quarterbacks as of today for 2018. Okay, who's your number 15? I got Big Ben at 15. I'm going with Matthew Stafford at quarterback 15. Okay, okay. Big Ben, I only have him one spot off. I'm at number 16 right now. Are you worried about Antonio Brown? No. He's 30 now, right? Yeah, I think he's 30. He's in great shape. Yeah, he is. He doesn't do anything to his body. Like, he doesn't drink or nothing like that. And, like, some people drink Shane McCoy drink. That's why he's got hamstring injuries. <laughs> That's true, man. If you look at Brady's diet, going back to Tom Brady again. Yeah. You stick to bases, no acidic foods, and you'll be apparently healthy as hell. Mm, I should try that. <laughs> I think that we all too. should. <laughs> we'll, we'll, go, we'll go be planting orange trees and, uh, and just eating greens, man, to see what happens. Get my blue apron on. Right. Have you tried blue apron? No, I always wanted to. Yeah, I've heard some good things about it. I haven't tried it myself, but I know a couple of guys. I know they swear by it, man. They say it's good stuff. All right, number 14, who you got? Eli. Oh, that's right. I got Derek Carr coming in number 14. I got a question for you about Derek Carr real quick. Okay. Martavis Bryant, you think he's going to be fantasy relevant for Derek Carr in that offense? I think he'll have little spurts. I think some games will be a fact, or some games you won't even know he's out there. I think he'll be a boomer bust kind of guy. Yeah, I think he's going to be boomer Jackson. bust. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yep. All right, number 13, who you got? 13, I got Dak. Uh, we way off on this one. Honestly, last time Dak had Zeke Elliott with him, he was pretty relevant. Yeah, he was. The Cowboys offense as a whole, the summer training camps and the preseason are going to tell me a lot about how I feel about a lot of these guys. Yeah. Rod Smith and Dak Prescott and Michael Gallup, those are the big three I want to see in the upcoming months to see how they do together because that's going to tell me a lot of how I kind of slate these guys in the rankings. Yeah, yeah. You got a 13. 13, I got Phillip Rivers. I may adjust it slightly because Hunter Henry's gone, but I don't think I'm going to have him worse than 15. I just think there's so many, so many 
talented players in that offense for, for the Los Angeles Chargers, and they got a hell of a defense. He's probably going to take, I'd say, at least 85 snaps a game. I think it's going to be a lot of plays to run on that offense with that defense out there helping them out. Yeah. Which I can't really say for Pittsburgh. I think their defense looks terrible. And what a terrible first-round pick they wasted to. Not to say he's a bad player, but could have waited on him. Anyways, number 12, who you got? I got Stafford at 12. Okay. Number 12, I got Jared Goff. Where's Goff for you? Do you have him in the top 15 or no? No, I got him right outside of uh, 17. Okay. As of right now. Like Phillip Rivers, I think Jared Goff's got a ton of weapons to work with. You got Brandon Cooks, who's over there now. Robert Woods, who I like a lot. Real quick, who do you like better as a receiver for the Rams? Brandon Cooks or Robert Woods? Woods. I agree. I'm on that Woods train, too. Some people I've talked to saying, Brandon Cooks, man, he's the de facto number one now. And I'm like, I don't think no, so. Robert Woods, who's been the, who's had the chemistry. And like I've said, even last year when I was talking about Robert Woods, dude's had some quiet, really good seasons in Buffalo yeah. before he went to the Rams. And he's still a young dude. Was he 25 now? I think so. Same age as Cooks. Give me Robert Woods. He's got the chemistry already. He's got the rapport already built, already established with Jared Goff. I think Goff's going to have a pretty good season. So I got him at number 12. Who you got at 11? 11, I got Jimmy G. Number 11, I got Eli Manning. Where it hit on Eli. So what do you like about Jimmy G? What's not like about him? Well, his touchdown to interception ratio wasn't greatest last year. Seven touchdowns. Sample size. Sample size. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have Pierre Garçon. No, you're right. He didn't have many weapons at all. Trent Taylor and Marquise Goodwin. Those are his all guys. Those, these are small, small. Shanahan offense, though. Can definitely get behind that one. Got McKinnon. Yeah, you got McKinnon. You got Matt Breda. Joe Williams coming back. He's going to have some options. And Kyle Shanahan's going to put him in a good position to succeed, no doubt. How about quarterback 10? 10. I got Deshaun Watson at 10 right now. I got Jimmy Garoppolo at 10 for reasons that <laughs> I kind of just hit on. So why do you have Deshaun Watson at 10? I got him much higher than that, number four. Just, I just want to see him off the injury first. I think he finishes better than 10, but this is right now, so I got him at 10. Okay. I like DeAndre Hopkins working with yeah. Deshaun Watson. They had a great chemistry going last year. Yeah, Will Fuller was just unreal. Oh, my God. That was crazy, wasn't it? Every game he had the... A touchdown. <laughs> a big, deep ball yeah. touchdown. He was like Martavis Bryant from like two or three years ago. Yeah. I don't think it's sustainable, obviously, but... Man, Deshaun Watson makes it happen. Number nine, who you got? I got Carr at nine. Derek Carr, number nine. I got Drew Brees coming at number nine. Ooh. Who's number one option for Derek Carr in, in Oakland? Cooper. Samari Cooper? Gotta yeah. be Cooper. I think it has to be Cooper. I'm not so sure it will be, though. I hope it's Cooper. I think Cooper has a bounce back, though. I don't think he's going to be as terrible as he was last year. I mean, he had that one monster game against the Chiefs. <sighs> And people yeah. thought, okay, this is the turnaround game, and never really panned out for him. John Gruden, it's good history with quarterbacks. I think Derek Carr gets back on track. I think Cooper gets back on track. I like Carr at nine. I like him there. Drew Brees, love the addition of Cam Meredith. Michael Thomas, love him. Willie Snee's gone. And Ted Ginn, he might kind of be the odd man out. I think he's going to be in for some spot plays. What do you think about Ted Ginn? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Kobe Fleener's out. I don't think that matters either. Ben Watson's back. I think that's going to be a good thing for Drew Brees. They had a great thing going during Ben Watson's first stint with the New Orleans Saints. I like Drew Brees number nine. Who you got number eight? Matt Ryan. And I got Russell Wilson number eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm crazy. We're having them lower now. Still early. Still right now, I got to see a lot from that Seattle Seahawks offense because, like, I, like I've been saying, Doug Baldwin 
Tyler Lockett, I guess. And who the hell else? Matt Ryan, number eight, though. That's pretty high for me. I have Matt Ryan down number 17. What do you like about Matt Ryan this year? Because, like, that whole division, it's every other year, it seems like. Yeah. That's what I was... Yeah. <laughs> Still got Julio. You got Calvin Ridley. I'm not expecting much from Ridley, but Muhammad Sanu, I think, is as good as it gets as a number two option for yeah. an NFL team. Austin Hooper was disappointing last year. I think he'll... Very. I think he'll bounce back a little bit. I don't think he's going to have too much fantasy value, but I think he's going to get at least five or six touchdowns. How about number seven? Now, I'm sure number eight and number seven, I'm going to get ripped on. Number eight, I know, I'm low Russell Wilson. Who you got number seven? Seven, I got Wentz. All right, because you want to see the injury, how he comes back? Yep. The, if okay. he comes back and he starts game one and plays, he's going to be top three. Oh, yeah, no for sure. I got Cam Newton at number seven. Whew, that's not that bad. I got him at, I got Cam at five, two spots off. And like the NFC South mints every other year, Cam Newton had a pretty good finish at fantasy last year. I don't so. I don't think he did. I think he was just, I mean he did was, statistically. He was like quarterback three or four, I believe. Didn't feel it didn't feel right. Yeah, Cam Newton was quarterback three last year. Two hundred and ninety nine and a half points. Why didn't it feel like it? Probably because um it normally doesn't with him. Plus he was kinda up and down for many of those weeks. Yeah, you're right. It was like banger like oh, say banger bus, but like banger bus. You know, I might move Cam Newton up later on as we get closer to the season. But right now, man, I want to see how DJ Moore plays out, see if Curtis Samuel takes a step up, like we've already talked about. Just want to see how that whole thing breaks down there. How about number six? Who you got? You got my boy Kirk Cousins. I like it. I like it. I got Andrew Luck at number six. Kirk Cousins, he's got great weapons around him. Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, who we both agree is going to have a pretty big season this year. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook's coming back. Dude can catch out of the backfield. I like Kirk Cousins there, too. I think six. If he finishes as QB six, I think it's going to be like the low end. I can see him finishing top five easily. Yeah, I can see that happening with the weapons yeah. he has. I think regardless, he's an easy QB one for the season with that team. And look what Case Keenum did in Sam Bradford the year before. Andrew Luck, still my dude. Still love him. Love T.Y. Hilton. Like Jack Doyle. Now they got Eric Ebron, who I don't expect much from when it comes to Ebron. But Doyle and Hilton, I think they're going to be solid. How about number five? Cam. And I'm going with Kirk Cousins. We've already hit on both those guys. How about number four? Who you got? I got Drew Brees at four. All right, Drew Brees we touched on as well. I got Deshaun Watson. We've hit on him. How about number three? Brady Lady. And that's where I got Tom Brady right now, too. Uh, I want to know who Tom, number two is. Tom Brady hyphen bunching because his wife is wearing the pants right now in that relationship. He's hyphenated now. It's now Tom Brady bunching. <laughs> We've hit on him already a lot, too. But, man, the only reason why I have him number three right now is because he's got so many weapons right he now. He does. You got Edelman coming back. You got Hogan healthy. You got your own. What's his name? Uh, you got Mitchell. my boy, Mitchell. Malcolm Mitchell. Malcolm Mitchell. Coming back. You missed all last year. Who is hell of a, who had a hell of a good year his rookie year when he came um when he came into. Late in the year, yeah, yeah. Late in the year when he came on the uh, on the field there, yeah. And even the Super Bowl, he was like six catches, 70 yards, something like that. So, yeah, he had, a, he had a good little run. I like Malcolm Mitchell a lot. I think he's going to take over for Brandon Cooks there. And I think that's kind of what made Cooks expendable, by the way. How about number two? Number two, I got Russell Wilson. I got Carson Wentz because I do believe he's going to start and finish all 16 games this year. Love the weapons he's got. I think Mike Wallace is a good addition. I think unlike Torrey Smith, who sucks asshole, Mike Wallace is going to be able to take some of the heat off of Alshon Jeffrey in that offense. And I think Wentz is just going to have a field day, man. Just hitting Aguilar, Jeffrey, even Wallace. 
and of course Zach Ertz. I think they're all going to be. I think they're all going to have some kind of fantasy value. I think Aguilar is going to be a wide receiver three with high upside. Alshon Jeffries a wide receiver one for me. Mike Wallace I have as a low end wide receiver three, kind of a boomer bust type of guy week to week. Yeah, and of course you got Zach Ertz top three fantasy football tight end. Anything you want to add on Wentz? No, you can see it at all right there. All right. How about number one? I think we're both in agreement here because we haven't heard his name yet. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk Aaron about fucking pipe dream. <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? The, the, the show me year for Tannehill, and he goes and does some shit like that, finishes wide receiver one. <laughs> That'd be some Watch receiver him do one? like a David Johnson, rush for 1,000 yards and pass for like 4,000, 5,000. That'd be some sick shit. <laughs> be very Michael Vick-esque. Uh, A-Rod. I got Aaron Rodgers too, man. Just because it's him. Yeah. You know? Just because. Even though I was already saying earlier how he's got... Less weapons. Yeah, not much depth among wide receivers. No, you think about it, he really just... He has Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Like, the only people... And Randall Cobb, every three games he'll pop up there, you know, for some decent points. Then he'll be hurt for some reason. We don't know why. Yeah, he'll probably break his pelvis or something (laughs) like that. So that's the very early release of the 2018 fantasy football top 15 quarterbacks you can find all the fantasy football rankings in their entirety position by position and we're going to be releasing the top 200 but you can find all this information and more at fantasysportsstudios.com i also want to take a quick minute to let you all know about the latest show to be released by fantasy sports studios which is the sports spin featuring kevin casey and vince brown two longtime sports radio broadcasters if you're looking for sports news with a twist and a unique spin on the sports stories of the week, check out The Sports Spin. Available on every major broadcasting platform. Check out fantasysportstudios.com for more information on that program as well. All right, here we go. Let's get to the mailbag. Mailbag. Number one, how do you guys look at Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, and Andrew Luck, who are all coming off of injury? What do you do with these guys when it comes down to draft day? Tim and Wilmington, Delaware. What do you do? You draft them. Yeah, I'd be good drafting all those guys. I think all of them would be ready for week one. If I wanted to pick a backup quarterback to hold over, I would have no, have no problem taking Eli Manning no. late in drafts. Exactly. Eli Manning, you might even start him yeah. week to week. Exactly. But number two, would you take a late-round flyer on Lamar Jackson in redraft leagues for the what-if factor? Jake in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Kind of hit on this one a little bit. No. I would not take a flyer on either. That's a guy that can definitely be picked up, barring a Joe Flacco injury in the preseason or some kind of crazy announcement where they say Lamar Jackson's the starter, which I don't see that happening. Number three, Tom Brady turns 41 at the start of the season, and he's not showing up at OTAs. Did you send this? This is something (laughs) we already kind of hit on, which is the first time ever in his case. What kind of drop-off do you expect from Brady, if any? Thanks, Ron in Stamford, Connecticut. No drop-off at all. To be determined. TBD. Because I'm a little little concerned because that whole relationship with the Patriots right now is just TBD. Shit. Tom Brady drama. Hey, hey, I like that. TBD. Tom Brady bunching drama. How about that? 
Yeah. It works. All right, next one. How confident are you in Eli Manning being a legitimate every week starter and performing well? Miguel in Long Island, New York. Very confident. Yep, we just hit on that one as well. Definitely confident in that one. And we got one more here for you. In the event of a zombie apocalypse, which item would you bring for survival? And who would you bring? Someone that you know that would be vital to your survival. To your survival. Kate in Blacksburg, Virginia. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse. What item you bringing and who you bringing? Let me just simplify that question. I'm bringing some guns. So you're bringing, bringing some guns. Who, who would I bring with me? Yeah, who would you bring with you? Oh, man. I have to bring my own. I got a friend, Matt. He's got guns, so we got more guns. <laughs> you're just bringing up the the, the uh, artillery, I guess. Yeah. So. I would have to say the item that I would bring. Well, since it's a zombie apocalypse. All right, The Walking Dead. You know that girl, that lady, Michonne? Well, yeah, the samurai lady. Yeah, yeah I, I go buy me a sword like that, man. I would go buy one of those. And then for the person, I'd have to bring my wife, man, because when it says when it says survival, for your survival, I'm not so sure I could survive without a little uh, without a little banging every, every now and again. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> if it's a zombie apocalypse, people are dead over the place, man. It's kind of stressful. You might just need to relieve, you know, relieve some stress, man. Just bang one out real it's quick. It's like the season one of Walking Dead. With, um, what's it called? Rick's um, wife. When she was cheating on with um, Shane. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, if The Walking Dead were more realistic, I'd like to see if they had some, like, crazy psychopaths that, like, would, like, catch a zombie and, like, bang it because there's, like, nothing else. Like, like that dude Morgan who's just, been, like, wandering around places. Yeah. He's the kind of dude who's kind of crazy enough to probably, like, bang out a zombie. He probably would. He'd be banging out some zombies. Like, if he captured his wife on the first or two, first or second episode of the, of the actual show. You know why they're the still, series. like, fresh, not, like, run. Oh, I can see him, like, a little spray bottle of water, just, like, psh, 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 spritzing it, man, keeping it fresh, keeping it moist, not letting oh that shit God, dry out the keg. <laughs> you know? Busting out some lotion, just <laughs> lotioning the mother effer up. Yeah, I can see Morgan doing that. All right, man, anything you want to see before we get out of here? See y'all next week. Celtics in seven, okay? Cavs in six, man. That's seven. Celtics in seven. I had Celtics in five. It's proven wrong. Cavs in six. Houston in six. Ooh. Celtics in seven. Golden State in six. We will release the running back rankings, wide receivers, and tight ends later on the week and into next week, ultimately leading to the early top 200 ranking. Till then, see ya. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at The Flex at FantasySportsStudios.com. Studios.com.